Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Loud up. What do you got? I almost played a Tupac song instead of this one, but I really like this beat. So, anyways. If you're watching your weight like Happy and I, and I'm doing a horrible job at that, listen up. Chipotle is testing a new Mexican cauliflower rice recipe. It is going to be tested in 60 different locations, and some of them are in the OC, so you guys can go ahead and try it. The testing starts today, and it will last for a limited of time, so, you know, we got to go and hurry up. I don't know who's down to try it. Have you had cauliflower rice before? It's good. I, I have. Not this one, but, yeah. you know, yes, I have. It's fine. They have it now, don't they? Yeah. Well, they had, th- so they, they did try their cilantro lime one, which was a hit. Yeah. But this is a Mexican style recipe, mm. so it's a little bit different. What does that even mean? A Mexican made it? That's what Mexican style no. was? <laughs> you know, like, like Spanish rice is different than like a cilantro rice. Yeah, like, sure, it's just of course. Okay, so it's going to be orange instead of white. Yeah, it's different. Okay. It tastes different. It's spicy. Yeah, the yeah. spices are different. So they're saying it's keto, vegan, vegetarian, paleo. So they're hitting all. Paleo. Gracias. Perdón. You know, I don't. I don't do. I'm, I'm chunky, so I don't do any of that stuff. Yeah. So um, with grain-free ingredients. Okay. So they're saying that if you're really trying to get on the health kick, that Dale. this one's for you. I'm in. Let's go. There you and go. And they're also doing a uh, chorizo plant-based. Yeah, oh, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. I have, have seen guys, that. Have you guys yeah. tried that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Good. it was fine. It was all right. Yeah, mm. it's not bad. I, I mean, Chipotle that. is what Chipotle what it is, man. You know right. what you're gonna get there, and it's like I hate. Oh, see, this is the problem. With I'm not people. a huge like. Like I people are like, oh, that, if I'm you not. really want a Mexican, you should go here. The reason I go to Chipotle or King Tacos for convenience because oh, it's King there. Taco. No, it's convenience. It is. You walk in there, you have a parking lot. You yeah. get in, you get out in five minutes. You're good, right. and they take a card. Other places, you gotta have cash. Watch your gut. Well, whatever. And it tastes the same every time. It does. Oh, no, no. Exactly, Chipotle, Laura. Look, Chipotle, I can get back. Like, like, okay, let's go. Vámonos donde quiera. Pero Quintago, no. Yes, it's fine. You go for, anytime you go to a chain, you're going for convenience and you're going for what you're going to get. Correct. And yeah. any, when you go to these taco spots. You're going for consistency. Exactly. Sometimes the, it's not as the same. Sometimes it's different. Sometimes they run out of salsa. Nah, you're good. That's what you pay for at a chain spot. Every the, everything has its time and place. That's all I'm saying. If you're loaded at one thirty in the morning, you go. You're gonna go to King Taco. No, right. because no, there's you a park. Not. Yes, Where you, you go? Then because there's a parking the lot. I can no. Like there's like a bunch of little spots. That, like, that you hey, sometimes you don't know how. To, sometimes there's no parking. Uh, yeah. Dude, but you always come with somebody, and then they run and get the taco. See, nah, see, you're always making the excuses that there was always this. You're always gonna do that. No. no. What if you're the one driving and you just want to park? Yeah. You know, there's kind of like, well, I, oh, have, a handi- uh-huh, uh-huh. I have a handicap. Oh, uh, see, so yeah. you always got to one up. See, you always got to I'm the one that's always driving, so I'm saying, no, I'm going to go here because if you're the one that's driving, usually you got the drunk people in the car, and you just want to hurry up and get out of there. Beth Uber is going to get you in and out. We're good. Beth <laughs> <laughs> Uber. Okay, well, you're nicer than I am. I'm, I'm, I'm super carrying nice. drunk people like that in my car no more. I'm Hell super nice, no. man. We take care of people. I'm also asleep by 10 o'clock because I was back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, but nah, man. Give me the cauliflower rice. Give me the soy riso. We're good to go. I, I'm down with you both. Like, can you yeah, go? It, is, so it is. Yeah. I. By the way, I'm also asleep pretty early. <laughs> I'm. I. It, it's rare I make it past eleven. Hey, in the dude, Sedona yesterday. As soon as the Dodger game was done, I was knocked out, man. Yeah. I, I don't know. You how... know what I do? What I've been doing lately to sleep, and that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than ninety minutes from wherever you are. I'll throw on like a podcast with like a, a host with like a soft voice, <laughs> and then like I'll put my 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 earbuds or AirPods or whatever in, and then like I'll fall asleep, and then I'll wake up for like a second. I'll be like, all right, time to put them away. Boom, yeah. Yeah, That's I'm it. one of those. I need to have noise when I'm sleeping. So like, like I a have, white noise machine. I gotta always have the TV on. That's just oh. me, right? No, TV on podcast. works too. TV on works too, but sometimes the light bothers me now. Nah. So how do you listen to a podcast? You put headphones on? Yeah. I just leave but then you fall asleep out. with the headphones on? Yeah. But I... then you wake up and you put them back. Yeah, Sakawa. Yeah, but then like that's the middle of the night, your sleep is ruined. The REM sleep is no, ruined. No, you got to get up to probably pee at some point anyway, no, bro. I'm not that old. 
<laughs> no, I don't get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. You do? Like, once I do, and I'm not yeah. that old. I'm younger once, than you. for sure, yeah. yeah at I least once, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. You don't, when you, you go to sleep, you don't go to sleep. Dude, I drink like 120 ounces of water a day. I drink a lot of beer, man. I, I, I go to sleep. I'm good. No. I pass out. I pass out. I, I, next thing I know, it's like 530. I, no, I got, I'll got. i get up at least for sure once, somewere between like one and four. You, I'll you, get know what? you really are an old man. I am. You really are. You have the back issues. You got the sciatica. You got well, not this. the back anymore. No, but, but there's, always, there's always something with you, George. Bro, I've had a lot of uh, mileage on this body. <laughs> you have. And you're, only, you're older than me. I feel young. You're like, ah, oh, man. A lot of mileage on this body, bro. Man. And bless you, you travel a lot, so that takes a toll on you. But getting up in the middle of the night to go pee? Nah. Yeah. I'm Clinton, hoping. do you get up in the middle of the night to go pee at least once? Nah, he's 30. He's, he's young. No, once. Yeah, once. I do it. I do it. I do it frequently. And it's <laughs> never fun. The question is whether or not I can get back to sleep after I get up once. We call this the Ireland issue. You know what I'm saying? It's always difficult. How are you boys doing? We're good. Oh, uh, you, you know what I do is I never really fully open my eyes. I just kind of like, you know, I use the force basically, you know? Oh, really? Okay. That's very well. You know, by the way, the new Obi-Wan. Tremendous. A lot happening in that series for those of you who don't know yeah, if you're a Star yeah. Wars fan. We, we you know, want to check Disney, it out. Mickey Mouse, you know, we, we, we pay homage, you know what I'm saying, but it's good. But the reason I called is because I wanted to ask you, specifically, Beto, I wanted to ask you about the World Cup host cities draw. I know you've been recently vacationing or whatever you've been doing in Mexico, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? And I just want to know, how do you feel about it? My hometown got snubbed. Yeah, you're on fire about say, that too, man. Yeah, I know, very devastating, but that's fine. But I just want to know, where are you guys on World Cup in terms of like what may or may not be happening in the next couple of years in terms of soccer and how you relate? All right, so I'm the very casual soccer fan who loves it every four years, right? And when they announced right. that they were going to have Canada, USA, and Mexico as the host, I, I was like all for it. And then the draw came out, th- not the draw, but the host cities came out today. So SoFi is going to get it. Which obviously they spent four billion dollars on it. It's fantastic. They have all sure. the new amenities. Yeah. SoFi was a lot. Exactly. SoFi was a lot. Then yeah. San Francisco surprised me a little bit. Seattle, a little it's bit. A, yeah. I mean, because it's so close to LA, so I'm like, uh, you know. And then, but Seattle, I get it because it's a big, it's a big uh, soccer, huge city. soccer market. Yeah. And uh, then you have the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then Vancouver right across, like okay, there. Uh, well, but there's only so many Canadian cities you could do it in. You yeah, well, you go in like, Vancouver and Toronto. That's what they're going to do. Right, with those that. are the two. You know? And then, uh, but Guadalajara, man, it's a great city. I don't know if you ever been there, yes. Clinton. Hey, Guadalajara is cool. It's it's a good vibe. Hold on, hold on, hold on, George. Did it sound like you have some reticence about Guadalajara? No, I didn't say that at all. Laura was the one that said okay, yes. Okay, because you heard that. You heard that. I heard the eh, oh, and I'm just no, no, Laura said, said yes. yes. Oh. No. Uh, okay, very well. I just wanted to understand because, again, as somebody that is, you know, listen, I'm trying to understand, as somebody that got snubbed from my hometown, DC, I'm yeah. trying to understand. Let, let a me ask you a question. How does Atlanta get in over the District of Columbia? Atlanta's a better soccer market right now in yeah. terms of facilities. Really? Yeah, Carlos Bocanegra running that oh, team yeah. down there, man. They're doing a great I know job. that they're good at MLS. I'll tell you something else. I have written about and visited the Atlanta, you know, the Atlanta United youth program which has a whole facility out there in georgia they're doing it right for those who don't know atlanta is one of those teams that had a youth facility before they even had a pro team yeah they're doing it right atlanta yeah. deserves so That's mexico no mexico is guadalajara guadalajara mexico city, mexico city and monterrey right. yeah yeah uh, ciudad de mexico this is what I want to know. Like, what's up with that venue? I Monterrey like has a lot of money, man. Oh, big bucks. Big yeah. money. Uh, yeah. Big metropolis. So we're big going money. to Monterrey. We're, make, we're, we're making a road trip. Um, I, honestly, Clint, I'd rather go to Guadalajara because it's a fun city. It's, yes, uh, it is. it's cool. It's very uh, vibrant. Great food scene. I would. I don't need to go to Mexico City. If I'm going to go, I would go to Guadalajara for me. Um, and I was just there a couple of day, weeks ago uh, for a day. And it's just a. Uh, you going around, it's cool. It's also kind of safe compared to some of the other cities. So Monterrey right. is smaller, but there's a bunch of money there. Uh, you know, that's underneath Texas. And, you know, Mexico City is – Mexico City, of course, you're going to get that. But while I hide, it If I may If I may ask, Beto, that, that trip looks fun, man. It you is. You know what I'm saying? You were out there pressing the flesh, getting in touch with your roots. Yeah, so I went, I went back to uh, my mom and dad's uh, rancho. Like, uh, it's about 20,000 people called Nochislan, which is – I fly to Guadalajara, then you take two hours, you, you go east through the hills and stuff like that, and it's it's like 1955 stopped right there, man. It's uh, I love it. Uh, as my cousin wow. told me, you stick out because you're the only one in town wearing shorts because they're rancho people. <laughs> and I'm like, you're right. Everybody's wearing uh, pants, long sleeves, and a cowboy hat. And it, it was cool to 
I haven't been there as an adult to actually hang out for a night in yeah. forever. Uh, so it was cool to see. I bought a bottle of Don Julio 1970 for 80 bucks. <laughs> you know, like for at a restaurant. Right. At a restaurant. We hang it. Yeah. I was balling oh, like it was wow. big time. Okay. Yeah. So, so it was cool. I, I cool. would imagine the semifinals, one of the semifinal cities will be one of the, the three cities in Mexico. And then. Has to be. I would imagine they'll play both semifinals. They'll play one in Canada, one in Mexico, and they'll play the final in the U.S. Toronto, right? right? Yeah, yeah, and uh, then but where uh, the LA's got to have the final, right? Like SoFi's got to have the final. I, I think so. I think so. There's no way around that. I mean, unless you decide you want to do, you want to go on a flyer and you want to make it in probably Houston, no, Houston like Dallas. Have, nah. No, 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 no. The reason I say Houston is because Houston is a more international imprint. I'm not going to say more than LA, but I'm going to say more than any other city not named LA. And you might be able to. Pick no, the whole thing. no. New York or Miami Houston has a more international city. imprint than than Houston. I don't is. know that I agree with that, man. I mean, Houston is a, is a very international place. This is. A I've been there a million times. I'm telling you, that's not. Well, it's not. I know even you know this. Close. Is Houston closer to Texas, closer to Mexico, or not? Oh no, it is. Yeah, uh, it is. But you know what? LA by twenty twenty six, that area around SoFi is gonna be completely different from what it is right now. The amenities are gonna be point. there. Uh the hotels are gonna be a different, it's gonna be a different situation. You're gonna have the Clipper Arena there. LA's gonna be look completely you know Cronky's gonna be like, wait a minute, no. I didn't spend all this not to oh, no. get I don't disagree. I just think that the East Coast is more off the list than George thinks. You know what I'm saying? Like the South and Texas is definitely far more in the mix for the finals. Then the final, then I think people are want to want to you know yeah, sort of talk about like, because that's the whole point. You know, yeah, you, but when I think of places to have a big event, L.A. It's L.A. You know, or New York. Event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but damn, Miami for the World uh, Cup. Ooh, we all, <laughs> I mean, all those Brazilians. George. Yo, lastly, yeah. lastly, <laughs> quickly, I had I had Dubs in six before things started. Yeah, I'm not moving off of that, which means I got to win tonight. Right. Where are y'all? I think Boston wins tonight. I think we're getting yeah. a game seven. I go with seven also. Yeah. Are you buying into the conspiracy theory that because Adam Silver is not there that it means we know the Cubs aren't going to win it? Uh, no, I'm not buying into that conspiracy theory, but I know he has. he's in health and safety protocols. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I um, wish him the I mean, best, the, but I'm 100% buying into that conspiracy theory. Myself. Okay. Just well, there that. you go. Then you should bet the other side if that's the case. Um, now, I let me ask you this. Real quick, before we let you go, since you are a fashionista here on the show, did you see these ridiculous uniforms oh, that are man. coming out? Well, they're not uniforms. They're not uniforms. They're like, what, Lindsay, what are they called? The off-whites. Yeah, the off-whites. off-whites. Yeah. Okay. The, the Dodger so off-white the stuff is coming up with, uh, here's the deal. with Tyler. Rest in peace to the late, great Virgil. But these are despicable. <laughs> you can't have this. They you have holes in them, Clinton. You can't, they have pre-cut holes. All the jokes are, if you want to just come over to my house, I'll have my rabbits, gerbils, hamsters, eat holes in it for free. Like, that's yeah. just weird, man. You're charging extra money for that. I, I don't get a it. Hat, a hat, 260, t-shirt, 355, hoodie, 630, a jersey, $1,030. Yeah. For people that don't know, like, you a, can go on my that's on my Sedano, That's Sedano budget. Stuff. But there's a market for it. Like, there is a market. Yeah, Somebody's I, don't, I could it. never buy this. The They'll sell out in a minute. They'll yep. sell yeah. out right away. By the way, on my Twitter right now, I just retweeted our colleague here at ESPN, June Lee, uh, who posted it. Um, if you go to my Twitter at Sedano, you'll see it. And you'll see what we're talking about. It it just crazy. Like I, I we sound like really old people. I think, but I I, I, I still wouldn't I will buy. Say it. one thing about this, George. I will say one thing about this, and I hate to use these words. You don't have to get the dump, but it's very simple. Those uniforms are butt ugly. Yeah, that's the word I would use. To yes, describe. terrible. Yes, yes, terrible. Sorry, guys. All right, boys. Good to talk to you. All right, hey. CY. Love CY. Take care. There he is coming in. Stevie's Clinton Yates. Uh, yeah, those uniforms are gross. Go go to my Twitter. You'll see them. I, I you couldn't. Uh, there's no way I'm paying a grand for a jersey that holes in it. Like I'm sorry, it's you not going to happen, right? It's going to be the, all the executives are going to buy it, yeah. and then they're going to hand it out to their artists, and that's what's going to happen. And like you know, yeah. Virgil and you know the stuff yeah. that he did with Nike and everything else, and it's like mm, the off whites. Yeah. Lindsay knows all about off white. Yeah, I mean, I have a pair of off white Nike shoes, Baller. but um, I paid. I happened to get lucky and win a draw for them. Like I would never pay like the you know, secondary retail, whatever markup is. Because what's crazy about these is, like, the jerseys for $1,000, they're going to turn around and sell them for, like, twice that, at least. Yeah, for sure. No question about it. Hey, coming up next, Game 6 is coming up at 6 o'clock. We've got Radio Tinder at 530. Our buddy Blake Harris, our Dodgers insider at 545. But coming up next, oh, boy, Lakers and Clipper fans. 
Hold on to your seats in your car. You're going to want to listen to this next segment in two minutes. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Oh, it's a good song right here, bro. I don't care what anybody tells me. Wait, who wouldn't like this? I mean, there's people. Yeah, who's going to argue that this is one yeah, of his best songs? songs? Come on. How are you going to argue with Dear Mama? I mean, yeah. some of the things you say, like, yeah, put it out there, but hey. Like the Everybody like, plays this on Mother's Day, Even though Day you too. was a crack fiend, mama. <laughs> I mean, that part, you know, <laughs> what are you going to do? You know, every Mother's Day on Instagram, this is the song that's played out there, right? Yeah, our boys to men. Yeah, I love when people put a post on Instagram. Oh, for my mom, you know, damn well your mom's got no Instagram. She can see this. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I, don't I love when people do that. Oh, Kirk, Kirk the, Morrison did that. He's like, my mama would kill me if I posted The best is when... Like the the Latinos post like a long post about how their mom or dad inspires them, this, this and that. Like they they don't even speak English. Like they're not gonna read this. Like, man, well don't get me going. That's that's coming up this Sunday on Father's Day. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. I gotta get my dad a Father's Day present. Oh, I Terrible. finally I did it yesterday. I was so proud of myself. Yeah. What'd you get him? A, a wallet. He needs one desperately. Big bad. I'm gonna get my dad a Sunday swagger shirt. I just found. You know what? I ha- I don't even have like a wallet anymore. I have one of those little like card holders that puts like your cards in and stuff. Yeah, that's what I got. Yeah, but you're that's young. It. My dad's old. Yeah, like you have like a fold wallet for him. He, I got him like a little trifold one from Coach. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. And that you put in like your back pocket. Get some yeah. Velcro, man. That's all you need. Because he likes like the. Because I was I was gonna get him like a nice money clip and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mom was like, "Don't get him that." I was like, all right. Well, Laura's balling, huh? Hell no. Nah. It's called Coach Outlet, bro. And they had 20% off. I was going to say, I, I'm thinking I might be getting my dad a, a nice Indian's bucket hat <laughs> to add to his collection. <laughs> Wait, the giveaway at the Dodgers tomorrow? No, no. That's the Dodgers game <laughs> is on Dodgers Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can't get my dad a Dodgers hat. Why not? Make him L.A. He'll I mean, cool. I, I will give him one as a joke present and then be like, no, here's a real present. Make him L.A. It'd be cool. Those are funny. We did that for my friend, so, and he hated us for like two seconds. So you should do it. I always give my dad joke presents, like obscure baseball player cards. You know, like one year I got him Johnny Manziel socks. Oh, wow. Johnny yeah. Manziel socks. It's, just, it's, it's good for like a five-minute laugh where you just sit there and laugh, and then you move on to the actual present. It's fun. Like, it's funny. My yeah. daughter, huh? It's funny. funny. Well, my dad does it to all of us, too. Trust me. Where What's do you think funny I got when the dad does it? I want the kids turning around on you. I think it's funny. We all have a good laugh. <laughs> Uh, I feel like Laker fans will have a good laugh at this. What we got? Um, what we got? Although there is some truth to it, I'm just saying. Stephen A. So the first one we have is the one about the Lakers and Clippers, right? Okay. This is gonna make Laura real, real mad, like mm-hmm. big mad. I like heard. I, I mean, she's already heard it. You hear her voice already. Mm-hmm. So let let just just play it for the people. I'm telling you right now, the Los Angeles Clippers I said that, yeah. are the best team in L.A. A lot of people believe they're going to be the best team in the West because Ka- Kawhi and Paul George are going to be healthy. And you look at their crew with the exceptional coaching of Ty Lue, excuse me, the Lakers got work to do just to be relevant against them. We know what they've done to the Lakers in the last 40 meetings or so, right? They beat about 32 times in the last 39 meetings. Beat about seven straight. They have done. They, it's not even a damn rivalry. The Los Angeles Lakers are fair-weathered stepchildren to the Los Jeez. Angeles Clippers. Wow, stop. That not, hold, on, hold on. I just Let me repeat. Fair-weathered stepchildren. In the last 39. Time out. In the uh, last 39 meetings, they've won 32 times. What the hell is that? Your record is seven and twenty-five. I said little brother, a seven and thirty-two, rather. 
Seven and thirty-two. You lucky I said fair weather. I mean, so uh, let me so stepchild. So let me, let, let me say <laughs> stepchild. No JJ Reddick to fight back to him today, huh? Yeah, it was Jay Williams. Um, the I, I'll say this: he's right about one thing and clearly wrong about one. Okay. Okay. He's wrong about the redheaded stepchild. Like I know yeah. he's making TV. I, I I get that he's making TV. Like whatever. Yeah, yeah. B- but I get his reasoning behind going that far. Yeah. Because they have lost thirty-two yeah. of the last the thirty-nine. Clippers like, are the better team. If they you are talk the better about team right now. Yes. One thousand percent. I say it all the team. time. Nobody yeah. talks more about the Clippers than Laker fans. Like Laura. And, and La- La- exactly. No, 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 turn, turn your mic off because that's all you ever do is go back to the Lakers. This, this, and that. And Laker fans are like, oh, how many banners and this, this, and that. It's like, forget that. What are you doing right now? Right now. Talk about just right now. And believe me, as a kid who grew up on the Showtime, you don't ever want to see the Clippers be better than you. But it's through facts. It's the reality. The better coaching situation. The better front office. Everything about the Clippers organization is better right now. Right now. And it yeah. sucks. If you're a Laker fan, but you have, and the last thing Laker fans want to do is give the Clipper fans any kind of credit, but you have to see right there, that little hell no, see that little smirk, but Hey, it's not your fault that they don't, they're not good, right? The Clippers. Yes. Are they ever going to be on the Lakers level? Never. Never. Are they ever going to have the respect? Never. 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 And even if they win a championship, what are Lakers fans going to do? Well, you need 18 more, right? Like that's what it is. And they're going to, whatever it is, you know, because Laker fans are going to always be like, there, no, no fan base lives in the past more than Laker fans. They do because it's always about what they've done. But it's like, what are you doing right now? And believe me, as a guy who worked on a lot of Spectrum shows, when we did NBA draft coverage, lottery coverage, and it's like, where are the ping pong balls going to go? It sucks when you're in June and you're talking about the draft. And where are the ping pong balls going to go? Because that's not what you should be doing right now. And like the memories popped up on my uh Social media the other day, you know, in 2009, I was in Orlando when the Lakers won. In 2010, I was covering uh, Game 7 here. That's what the Lakers fans expect and deserve and need. But the reality is, Steve is right. You know, the Clipper fans, are, Clipper players are better. Are Clipper, Clipper fans annoying? Clipper team is better. Yes, they right are. Now. Yes. Are Clipper fans annoying? Because they're, they're brand both, new. If they're both healthy going into next season, Different I'm story. taking the Clippers to beat them. Yeah. As, as currently constituted right now. I'm right there. Now, if the roster looks different, I, I, I reserve the right to change that. Of course. But you're talking about right but now. But today, today, if both teams are healthy and the big three is Westbrook and AD and LeBron versus Kawhi, PG, Norman Powell and that, you know, all those guys they have, Robert Covington and all these kids that they've developed over the last year or so. I, I think that if there's a team, like think about the Warriors, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to play tonight, game six, right here on this station. Last year, it was Steph and a bunch of kids. and Draymond, Steph, and a bunch of kids, and right? And they're beating, yep. And, and what happened is a bunch of those kids started to develop. Like, Jordan Poole became a guy. They grew um, up. Yeah, and, and and here's the thing. They still have guys that are coming, the Warriors. Like, mm-hmm. like Kaminga and Moody and Wiseman hasn't even played yet. Like, they're still coming. Like, the Lakers, here's the best-case scenario for the Lakers in my estimation, okay? Best-case scenario. You're like a five or six seed. You're like, you know, four, five, six seed in that range. Yeah, Best optimistic. case scenario. Okay? And then you get hot during the playoffs. Because that, to me, is the... It, and that's what I, we, By course, the way... They get that's hot, what, they're dangerous. 100%. If right. you have a healthy Laker team that's five, six seed, and in the playoffs, and they're rolling, dangerous without Correct. a doubt. And they have a shot to roll. Correct. But... That's like a best-case scenario. That's everything has to go right. By the way, we thought that last year, too, and it yeah. never happened. Yeah, and you're banking on a guy like Davis to be healthy, and it sucks because when he is healthy, my goodness, but are we ever going to see that guy, you know, big guys like that, really healthy? No. Oh, here comes Steve at you, Beto. What have we done lately? Hello, Lakers won a championship in 2020. The Clippers haven't even made it past the second round. That's not true. They made the conference finals last right. year. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, right? Right, but it's true. The the Clippers did make it to the conference finals last yeah. year. Yeah, you forgot that we're talking about today. Yeah, and then what are we doing? You're talking about how it's all broken up. Right, right. In, and, well, and again, the Clippers nobody, are the better roster. Like, no, if nobody, you're objectively looking at it, the Clippers roster is way better right now. Once again, nobody's saying the Clippers are better than the Lakers historically. Correct, or what they mean to the city. Right, no, you know, they're nothing. It's right now today as both teams are watching the nba finals 
Correct. And it doesn't matter. They're both at home watching it. Like, right now on TV, they're showing the pregame that they have the victory goggles ready to go in the champagne. Everything's sponsored. Yep. Like, come on. It should be a Laker team playing for this. Laura, how do you feel about this? You're dating a Clipper fan. <laughs> what? No, she's not. I am. Oh, I'm my God. No wonder you're in a bad mood. <laughs> oh, he does not put me in a bad mood. But that's Look oh, at yeah. Man. Anyways, all right, go ahead. He's, he grew, okay, so his whole thing is he grew up in the OC, so he was like, Blah 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 blah, LA. So that's how he became a oh, Clippers. AC, that you know OC I mean? kind of yeah. You go Angel Clippers. I can see that. He's Yankee Clippers. So I'm like, I can't really give you okay. a lot of heat for the Yankees. There's a lot but of the confusion Clippers. going on over there. <laughs> the, being a Yankees fan is what we like to call bandwagon fan. No, it's like, okay to be a Yankee no, fan Janice, because they're on TV Janice all the time. A, they were, they, especially Yankee growing up. If you're a little kid, Yankees are on TV all the time. Yankees, Red Sox are on TV clothes. all the time, and they're yeah, it's okay. Like out here, Lindsay, they show Yankees all the time. You know, Jack Nicholson. Yankees, Lakers fan. You know, Denzel always has that Yankee hat. So, like, we would see, me as a little kid, you would always have Yankee games on Channel 4 out here. You know, Joe Gargiola calling the game. So, I can see why people are Yankee fans. And also, there's a lot of Cowboy fans. It's whoever's winning, whoever's getting shown on your TV when you're impressionable. Now, for little, little kids, it's a different story now because they have access to so many games right now. Now it's way different. Yeah, it's way different. But the thing, the difference between him and a lot of other Clipper fans, because I, I do know a few, like, legit Clipper fans. They are. There's a handful. Yeah, they are hardcore. It's, it's They've rare, been there with Billy Crystal. I was going to say they're rare to find, but, you know, there is some that are there, as much as I like to joke. With him, he's like, I know my team sucked. It's getting better. He's like, it's better I than your team. I was a Clipper team. intern, so don't tell me he's nothing. Like, I know what it's he's like. He's like, but he's not that one like, oh, we're better. We're this. We own the town. Like, he's never been and, that and, the, fan. and it's like the younger Clipper fans that are annoying about like sure. this. The older Clipper fans that went were diehard sports arena or even the yeah. beginning of, you know, when you had a, you know, what was it called? Elton Brand and Corey right. McGetty. Like, Lamar Odom. The, those those fans are like, okay, we're appreciated. It's the young ones that come out and want to puff their chest all the time. And, you know, as A says, you know, you can't call them fair weather like the Laker. That's trash because you do get Clipper games and Angel games. You can find $3 tickets. At, on, easily. At, easily. Like, once again, it's not about the organization, what they've done for you. It's about today, right now. And it just, I'm just salty because I should be working the NBA Finals game and getting paid. But no, <laughs> yeah. we're at home. Uh, DJ Trunks tweets me and says, I'm 37 years old. I'm lucky enough to watch the Lakers win five championships. They've won more in my lifetime, but uh, not when I was watching. I turn on the radio and I hear we are the redheaded stepchild to the Clippers because of the last 40 games. Um, I didn't say that. Stephen A. Smith said that. That's Um, That's TV. TV. Right. He's playing TV there. There's no doubt. But they're the better team right now. Like today, they are the better team. Yeah, today. You know, and it's hard to admit that, but yeah, today. I, I mean, that's that. not. I mean, th- there's there's no way around that at the moment, in my opinion. Like, I mean, unless the unless they trade Russell Westbrook for like Kyrie Irving, then we but can have so a conversation. Many, unless this, there's, th- this is why in LA you can talk Lakers every single day because yes. there's so many different variables. That's why in Dallas you can talk Cowboys every day, Yankees Correct. in New York every single day because there's so many variables and every, everybody's passionate about the thing. And what I love about Laker fans is how passionate they are about their I team do too. and it how they will defend their team no matter what. I love it. But it's also some of them are very delusional. <laughs> and I love it. And most of them are my friends. And it's like, you just, it's hard to admit that you're not the big dog anymore. No, I mean, historically, they're the big dog. But right now, they're not the better team. And now, that may not mean anything. You know, if the Clippers don't win a championship, it doesn't matter. But if you're asking me, I'm with Stephen A on this. Like, if you're asking me, all these teams are healthy next year? I mean, where am I picking the Clippers? I'm saying they're, you know, they're probably going to be in the conference finals of the finals. Say right there. Robert Lopez from Inglewood, of course. The coolest 03. You do live in the past. <laughs> your Instagram, I mean, your Twitter profile has Jordan and Kobe. So you're that guy. Like, you're you're there, and you're right. Like, Lakers won in 2020. And you know what they're supposed to do? As a Lakers organization and the way that you were brought up, they're supposed to build off of that. They're supposed to be there every year. And, and they're supposed to be there. They're not supposed not to be in the, the draft. Exactly. Yeah. And that's yeah. the problem I got with that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's unfair to say, hey, like, what's up? You missed the playoffs. Like you missed the play in. No, because you look, Laker fans are they're they're and the organization is held to a higher standard. Nobody's making a show about the Clippers and winning time, you know, that kind of version. They're making a show about Donald Sterling being a Donald Sterling being a terrible person. So Hovick seventy seven 
tweets me and uh, you and and Laura and says Lakers literally won a championship two years ago when the Clippers were the favorites. Also, how many games has Kawhi played the last two years? Why are we assuming that Kawhi is going to be healthy? Um, we're not. I mean, I don't think we're assuming Kawhi is going to be healthy. But I'll say this: he's actually been out. Like, and the reports I've heard about his workouts have been insane. Yeah. Um, like how good he looks. Yeah, he's working down in San Diego. A guy named uh, Clint Spark. Clint Parks, I know him, and he, yeah. he posted his pictures of Jalen McDaniels also working now. So, him. where, meanwhile, you guys are flipping out, which, by the way, I'm not the one flipping out about Anthony Davis saying he hadn't shot a ball since April 5th, and you guys are freaking out about that. I'm not, because that's just generally how a lot of guys do their you take time anyway. Off. Yeah. No, but but that's my point, is that Hovick 77, I'm not saying he did or didn't, I mean, I'm just using him as an example, might have been one of these guys freaking out about Anthony Davis not shooting a ball since April 5th, but he's, you know, he's, he's worried about Kawhi. You know what I mean? Like, you know, dude, it's not crazy to think like, if you just look at the rosters, like who, who do you think is the better team right now? I don't think that's like, that's, that's not like out of pocket. Like that, that's just common sense right now. Again, that doesn't mean that things can't change. Rob Palinka can make a trade. Rob Palinka can shake things up better. It It's possible. Better. I'm not ruling it out, but let's, let's be honest with each other here. Like, I thought we at least had that kind of relationship around here. All right, coming up next, Radio Tinder. We're back in two minutes. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com/network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks, Chris. That was an awesome open for Radio Tinder. Again, Whoa, love it. Super excited about it. <laughs> Whoa. Greatest song ever. Greatest open ever until tomorrow. It's even better. Wow, I don't even want to know. <laughs> I mean, I'm getting excited, okay? He wants me to get excited about the opens and respond to them. Like, wow, I'm excited. I don't know who just possessed your body right now, but I'm kind of freaked out. Like, that's not you. That's 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 the, what Chris Morales wants me to do, so that's what I'm going to do. Super excited about Radio Tinder. Of course, brought to you by Tequila Mandala. Swipe right on great tequila, which is Tequila Mandala. So, first question here. Tyson Fury has been out of the boxing game for a few months now, hanging up his gloves after winning his 32nd professional fight over Dylan White back in April. The victory landed the fighter... Uh, like I said, 32, but 23 of those wins were by knockout, which is kind of a lot. Uh, the WBC heavyweight champ announced his plan to leave boxing shortly after that win, saying that he didn't have anything more to give and that no amount of money could change his mind. Well, fast forward to June, and he's kind of singing a different tune here. Uh, he went on social media yesterday to say that he would come out of retirement for an absurd amount of money, half a billion dollars. I know, no, I know now that nobody's ever going to pay him that, but do you guys think that Tyson Fury is ever going to box again? Swipe left or swipe right? Beto, I'll start with you. Uh, I will swipe with uh, right. Uh, of course he's going to box again because yeah. you should never, ever believe a fighter when he says, I'm retired and no amount of money will bring me back. Now, good for him saying, hey, give me half a billion dollars, uh, but he'll be getting some money. I mean, Canelo's clearing almost 100, and Tyson Fury, the fan base that he has, and people want to see him. He's a freak show. He puts on a show. He's a salesman. He'll fight again. Um, it's, a, you know, never, ever believe a fighter. When they say yeah, I, 100%. I agree with Beto. Swipe right. I mean, I, I, 
If I had a dollar for every time a boxer in my <laughs> lifetime has said that they're done boxing, then uh, I'd be very rich right now. So no, yeah. I'm how good. how much do you guys think that he could get? Like you said, if Canelo's making like a hundred million, yeah. right? I don't think he's making that much though. I mean, Either. Canelo gets close to that after a big fight, man. No, I'm saying I don't think Tyson Fury is making that kind of. No, money. no, he's not making that. But he's you know put him in Wembley, put him at a big What's stadium. What's the most in England. you think he could make? I, mean, I would. I mean. Depends on how where, who Who's what network the opponent. And, yeah, right? I mean, like, is and he they're fighting Anthony re- Joshua. Like, I mean, and I there's don't know. so much money in Dubai. Yeah, which <laughs> why didn't he ever fight Anthony Joshua? That makes me mad. I feel like they owe us that fight. Hey, well, give him two hundred million. He might have it. He should. He should do it. Yeah, yeah. A boxing is weird, man. Yeah. In that regard, it's a uh, it's a it's a wild west, and uh, it's I love it and hate it at the same time because you see uh, people who are broke getting taken advantage. And if you want to be a manager, Lindsay, you can be a one right now. You could just walk into a gym, say, I'm your manager, and boom, simple as that. Hey, I would be good at it. It's, it's Especially really that Especially when I'm really excited in that excited voice. I'd be <laughs> like, hey, I could be your manager. It'll be awesome. <laughs> Let's do it. Sedano, I don't know what's going on, but I don't. I, don't, I love it. I don't I like it. I'm scared, man. <laughs> like, she's making it. faces that are like weird, bro. <laughs> it's like I'm possessed like the Chucky doll. Yes. Okay, so next one. A California man was found dead in Death Valley National Park as a heat wave caused record temperatures in the area. The Huntington Beach man was apparently walking from where his car was parked after he ran out of gas. Officials say that they found a crumbled up note that read, out of gas, in his vehicle. Obviously, this is a sad story, but, you know, I don't know why you're driving out in Death Valley on E. But anyway, have you guys ever had to walk to a gas station after running out of gas? Swipe left or swipe right, Sedano? Swipe right, yes, I absolutely have. It's happened to me more than once, actually, uh, in my life. It happened to me for sure once in college, and then it happened to me once as a grown-ass man. Um, and it's really annoying, yes, 100%. Uh, actually, the one time it happened to me as a grown-ass man, um, I uh, I was almost home. Like, I'm not even joking. Like, I was like one, two, no. three, four, five, maybe like six blocks away from my house. So I called my wife, and I'm like, hey, can you come over here real quick? Because I ran out of gas. And I'm literally down the street and I need to go get gas. And then um, so she came. um, I said, stay here with the car real quick. And then I went to go. I took her car to get uh, the gas, you know, and like the little red canister or whatever. And then came back and put gas. No, 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 no. For me, swipe left. Never done. I just actually yelled at my kid for this yesterday. You sound like my brother. Um, No, because my dad always told me if you get to a quarter tank, you have Better go to a gas station. You don't ever want to run out of gas. So I'm that guy where it's like about half. I'm always filling up. And yesterday my kid goes to the house and he's like, uh, I need to go get gas before he's going to his work. I'm like, wait a minute. I look at his gas tank. The lights on. I'm like, don't you ever do this. Because the last thing you need don't is you to be. ever run out of gas yeah, ever. Because the, the scariest thing is you're running out of gas and you're on the freeway. And you're trying to get over to the lane. You don't know yeah. what's going on. Like, yeah. I mean, he's 17. I yell at him all the time. Like, dude, text me when you get there. Like, I'm not scared about you. I'm worried about other drivers. And, uh, yeah, so, no, I'm that overly paranoid guy. I'm the one, that's the way my dad taught me, you know, 3,000 miles, change your oil. Make sure you do this. Make sure you do that. Your belts, all that other good stuff. And I'm just, I'm that old guy, man. So, and, and AAA, too. I used to run out of gas all the time when I was in high school because I, I, you, you know, would not be my daughter. I was like I was broke, and my brother would make fun of me so bad. Like, how stupid can you be? Literally, yeah. how do you run out of gas? Yeah. Like, if you see that your car is low on gas, just go get more gas. I even had a car that the gas gauge did not work. Right? I did too. That happened but to me in my last car. I I knew. Like, okay, I put in ten bucks. I got enough for ten bucks to go to work and back. No, my car was relatively new. Um, my last car when I when I first got it, and one day it said that I had forty six miles left you know it tells you until you're about to run empty and it ran out of gas it stopped and it had 46 miles left it was because i was on a big hill like how weird is that <laughs> yeah hills mess you up yeah all right anyway last one here a woman took to reddit's am i the a-hole forum for advice wait, about... wait, wait to reddit what it's the am i the a-hole forum <laughs> i read about these all the time it's like one of my favorite things you know okay so people go on there and they tell their stories and then they ask at the end, am I the a-hole? Yes. So she wanted advice about an incident at her boyfriend's birthday party. His family was concerned that she wouldn't buy him an expensive enough gift, which would look bad at the big party that they threw for him. So they bought him an expensive pair of Nikes. And when he opened them in front of everybody, he thanked his girlfriend for them. Uh, she said that it was a lie and that her real gift was a handmade picture frame and she stormed out of the party upsetting the whole stuck-up family. She wants to know if she should have just let it go. Swipe left or swipe right, Sedano. Mm. Yeah, I just think you have to let it go. Like, I, I, I swipe right, right, in this situation? You have to let it go? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, okay. Yeah, I just think you have to let it go. I just think it's not worth the hassle. I don't know, man. Maybe just, I don't want drama. Like, I mean, I'm just, you know, whatever. I'm right there with you, George. Swipe right, let it go, and keep on going because they're not going to like you anyways. Yeah. They're not going to welcome you. Right. You're not good enough for their brother or son. So don't worry, girl. They don't like you. Keep on going. Like, yeah. if they're so materialistic that they're worried about the gift that you're going to get him isn't good enough money-wise for him, then it's like, hey, I got you Air Maxes. Oh, but they're not the off-whites from the guy Hornets, like Ace said. Then forget it. You don't need to be there. Nothing you can do is good enough. And uh, you gotta know, you gotta know your level. There's levels to it, and there's bouginess, and they're way out of your bougie league. I was gonna say, um, I was gonna swipe left and say, like, I would probably say something, but you guys have convinced me it wouldn't be worth it. It's not worth it, man. It's not. No, there, it, it, it's just no need to be arguing with people. It's, like, look, family members are not gonna like you no matter what. Because they're going to compare you to the ex girlfriend of the ex. Well, all like, yeah, no, all my boyfriend's families. Well, love definitely. Me. If, but if the ex, what if you were like better? Like you, you're 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 a better candidate. Let's call it. Yeah. Than the, than the previous, uh, you know. Yeah. She wanted someone. to give him something from the heart. It doesn't oh, matter that she it, doesn't it, have any all, money. It, no, no, no. Also, if you ain't got no money to buy me some shoes, and the only thing you can get me is a picture that you drew. No, nah, no, nah, we don't need this. You need oh, a, come on. Get your four hundred one k. If you ain't got no pension or four hundred one k, do not even step over here. No, 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 no. Oh, Maybe funny. she just thinks that the expensive Nikes, just like the uh, off-white Dodgers jerseys with holes, okay, also, are a waste oh, of money. Look, look, and then if you're in your twenties and the only thing you can do is buy him a drawing, then you don't need a boyfriend. Work a little harder on your career and then focus on yourself, girl. Yeah, girl. Dating advice. Did the from snaps. Beto. In other words, stay single. She's, <laughs> hey. she's 24 and he was 25. Oh, you don't need a boyfriend or girlfriend of 24, 25, no, man. What you need is just adventures. Yeah. Seriously. Aventuras. All right. Radio Tinder <laughs> is una aventura. Oh, yeah. uh, Radio Tinder is presented by our sponsor at Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right at Tequila Mandala. Award-winning small batch premium sipping tequila made from the finest mature agaves available everywhere. Fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com, and do what I do. Demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. All right, some Dodger talk every week. Thursdays, 545 with our buddy Blake Harris, our Dodgers insider. He's going to join us in two minutes. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Where's Kenley at? He's got 18 saves with the yeah. Braves. I love how everybody's like, oh, we should have kept Kenley. Come on, you guys were the first ones kicking him out of L.A., man. I mean, listen, <laughs> I, 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 me and Andrew Friedman, apparently. So yeah, It's a go. great segue since Blake is Team Kenley. He is Team Kenley. Blake Harris, our Dodgers insider. Subscribe to his Substack. Follow him on Twitter, at Blake Harris TBLA. Before we get into more of this closer stuff, because we've talked a lot about this with him over the last few weeks, but... Uh, Blake, let's just let's start on a positive with Tyler Anderson. And uh, man, you got to feel for the guy, right? Like in the sense of, you know, he's 30 whatever years old, 31 years old. Uh, He's having the season of his life at the moment and had the game of his life. I I just want to have the warm and fuzzies at least to start this segment. What was kind of your impression as that thing was unfolding? Well, my first impression uh, was looking at that pitch count every time he threw a pitch because once he was getting above 100, I was starting to get a little concerned because nowadays, I know we've talked about this in previous shows, it's like once you get above 105, 110 pitches, you're kind of going into no man's land. But, you know, this is a guy where, you know, you see a bunch of these aces, in, you know, in baseball, and they're pushing for a no-hitter, but you think maybe they'll have another shot at it. With Tyler Anderson, like you said, he's having a career year, so this might be his only chance. And when he went into the ninth and he had to face Mike Trout and Shohei Otani, I was thinking to myself, man, if he's able to get through these first two guys, he's going to get it done. He gets through Mike Trout, strikes him out, and I'm thinking, man, if he can just get Shohei, it's over, but Shohei gets the base hit. I, I fell for the guy. I mean, you can tell, obviously, the fact that he you know, went 120 pitches. He, I think, you know, was pretty much willing to go however long he would have needed to get this no-hitter. He probably would have thrown 130 pitches. He was willing to risk potential injury. He was willing to risk a lot, but... Like you said, when you're, I don't know, 31, 32 years old, you've been around for a decade or so, you got to go for it. I love that Dave Roberts let him go, and 
yeah, I, I do feel for him, but what an, what an awesome moment, you know, coming off the mound. 50,000 fans were just going absolutely nuts for him. Although he didn't get the no-hitter, you know, it was the best game of his career. And I think that's probably the highlight of his career, you know, walking off the mound at Dodger Stadium with 50,000-plus just going nuts for you. So doesn't get the no-hitter, doesn't go down in history, but still an incredible moment for Tyler Anderson. And I'm really happy that he had that kind of a game. You know, one thing about him, though, we talked about earlier in the show, he's a first-round pick. Injury Injuries have just really wrecked his career, going back and forth between teams. Dodgers pick him up. Let's, let's hypothetically, we said this in the show earlier. If he was a star, do they let him stay in the game? Yeah, that's, I, I heard what you mentioned earlier when you were talking about how Kershaw, you know, was a star. I don't know. I mean, I come on, maybe, Blake. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, there's there's definitely a conversation that happens. Because I think Dave said following the game, he didn't even have a conversation with Tyler Anderson, which I thought was a little bit intriguing because it seems like every time he's pulled someone, Mm -hmm. he has some sort of conversation. So, yeah, if this is, you know, Julio Arias, for example, if he's on the mound, uh, I I think it's safe to say Julio's not throwing 125 pitches. So I think Tyler Anderson, being a vet, being 32 years old, uh, not that he's not going to be needed later in the season, but, you know, if he were to miss a month or so, um, you know, he'll be missed, but not necessarily like, again, if, if Clayton Kershaw, how he was pulled, if he would have missed a good chunk of time or, you know, the Dodgers are already without Bueller. So I do kind of agree with you. Yeah. If this was, you know, either Bueller, Kershaw, but even with Bueller, although he didn't have a no hitter a couple months ago, you know, I think he went 110 pitches. Dave let him finish the shutout. So yeah, if he was a star, I, I guess it comes down to the pitch count. I don't think he lets him go 125. Maybe he cuts them off at like 105, 110, but 120, uh, I don't think that happens. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Um, look, I also think is, look, the argument or the discussion we were having earlier was, for those who are just tuning in, it's, you know, does he let Kershaw do it? No, I mean, Kershaw is a first battle Hall of Famer. He's got a million things on his resume. Like, he's, he's fine. Isn't he? This kid may never have this moment again. And, and that's why you do. And again, the injury history. Yes, Tyler Anderson has an injury history, but A, he's not as important uh, re- in reality as Clayton Kershaw is to this franchise. And B, he doesn't have the more, I, he doesn't have the five straight years of injuries, mm-hmm. at least not to my knowledge. Am I missing something there, Blake? No, no, you're not. The thing I absolutely loved the last night about Tyler Anderson, I don't know if you guys saw it, but I forget at what point late in the game it was, but I think it was Dave or it was Mark Pryor. They were getting ready to come out, and Tyler Anderson essentially said, like, no, <laughs> sit down. Right, right. You gave him the note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm finishing this. Whereas uh, Kershaw, you know, does he do that? I think, you know, he's accepting of coming out after seven, whereas Tyler Anderson's going, no, you know what? I'm never going to get this far again. This is my one chance. I will throw 150 pitches if I have to. I'm getting this done. So I absolutely love that. And I love, again, that Dave Roberts and Mike, Mark Pryor especially said, you know what? We're going to listen to him. We're going to trust him, and we're going to let him try to finish this thing off. Yeah, that was really cool to see, man. That was really cool to see. Go ahead, George. Go ahead, Beto. Oh, okay. Uh, Tyler, um, Tyler, I'm so wrapped up in my Anderson <laughs> mode right now. All right, Blake, when you look at the Dodgers right now, as a guy who's – I'm not covering the team. I'm just going as a fan, and I'm watching from a distance. What the heck is wrong with their pitching staff? How come, like, nobody can stay healthy? Yeah, I mean, it, that's the crazy part. You know, through the first month of the season or so – the Dodgers' bullpen was easily the best in all of baseball. The starting rotation, easily the best in all of baseball. And over the last, I don't know when exactly the stretch started, maybe three or four weeks ago, things have just been kind of slowly on the downtick. Everyone's been struggling, whether it's bullpen, whether it's starting pitching. I mean, or really the only bullpen pieces that have been fairly consistent are Evan Phillips and Yency Almonte, which are two names I don't think anyone would have yeah. expected to be your kind of like go-to option. So I think overall, you know, it's just a bunch of injuries catching up to everyone. That stretch they had of 31 games in 30 days, that certainly didn't help. And you have to remember, there were a lot of starts where they were having to ask guys like Ryan Pepia, who had never pitched in the big leagues, to, you know, give him a start. And he'd only go three innings or so. Then you're having guys like Michael Grove, Mitch White. They're not able to, you know, go deep into the game. So on top of having to play a game every day, you know, the guys that were having the spot starts were only only able to give them a couple innings, so you're having to tax the bullpen more. So I think now as the Dodgers, which again is this MLB schedule makes no sense. The hmm. Dodgers play 31 games in 30 days, and now they have like three off days over an eight-day stretch, which is unbelievable. But I think once we get through this stretch of a bunch of off days, guys getting the heel, I think pretty much heading into the All-Star break, I wouldn't be shocked if over the next two to three weeks, 
the Dodgers' bullpen and their starters have either the best or maybe second-best ERA in baseball now that they're rested, now that they have guys, you know, coming back from the injured list. So uh, I'm not too concerned. Again, I think it was that bad stretch, but knock on wood that uh, that totally doesn't jinx it right there. Blake Harris, our Dodgers insider, every Thursday at 545. Subscribe to his Substack. You'll see him doing his fantastic work there. And, of course, you can check him out on Twitter at Blake Harris, T-B-L-A. All right, last thing for you before we let you go. Uh, Andrew Friedman was asked by the media this week about, you know, needing to add pitching to this particular roster. And he said, no, I think we're good. And I'm paraphrasing. He's like, you know, I feel like we have enough. We'll have guys coming up. We have guys that are hurt. We'll be back, et cetera, et cetera. How did you feel about those comments? I, I was interested to hear him say, you know, so early on that essentially they're not interested, in, not, not interested in anyone. Now, of course, maybe he doesn't want to play his hand. Maybe he doesn't want to come out and say, oh, yeah, we're already doing our research. So that way other teams want to swipe in. The Dodgers are in an interesting position because they have a lot of solid, you know, options currently in the starting rotation. Not great, but they're guys that are more than capable of getting things done. But can you rely on Tony Gonsolin to continue what he's doing? Can you rely on Tyler Anderson to continue what he's doing? Um, you know, so they have some really good guys in the minors like a Bobby Miller, a Ryan Pepio, obviously guys like Mitch White, Andre Jackson that can give them starts. But do the Dodgers rely on them? I, I do think that they're going to be in the market for a starting pitcher. The market isn't great this summer. There are not a lot of guys that I would be willing to trade a top prospect for. But then again, a year ago at this very moment, I don't think anyone could have expected Max Scherzer and Trey Turner to be available in a trade. So although the potential names on the market currently aren't the best, uh, maybe there's a guy that all of a sudden becomes available. But I, I get why Andrew Friedman might be hesitant because, again, there are arms that are capable. But it's asking a lot when you're in a tight division race with the Padres to ask a lot and bank on those guys. So I think they need to acquire a starting pitcher, especially with Bueller, you know, out potentially the rest of the season. Because I don't know if in October, you know, you want to rely on Tony Gonsolin being your number two. So, um I'm not going to read too much into it because the trade deadline is two months away, but I will say it, it got me a little uh, perplexed. I, I will say that. Just a tad bit perplexed by those comments. All right, Blake Harris, check out his work on his Substack. I subscribe. Him. There you go. Better subscribe. Uh, Lindsay right. has subscribed. I I've subscribe. subscribed. We all subscribe. Uh, Cappy has not I'm subscribed. I'm too broke. I admit it. Well, Laura just, bought it, just got a new apartment, <laughs> so broke. she can't afford it right now. But but Cappy can, and he's just trying to give you the uh, the runaround. That's here. why so I stole gonna, his shirt. Yeah, we're gonna. They, yeah, Beto stole his shirt, so there's that's good. We just do that, you know, for for in honor of Blake. That's what you did. Uh, all right, follow him on Twitter as well at Blake Harris TBLA. Thank you, brother. Thanks for joining us every week. Awesome guys, you guys have a great weekend. See you, man. Blake Harris again. That's a good job, man. Good he job. does a good job. He does limited he's access. Guy kid. gets the job done though, man. Yeah, does a good job. You know how you know how that hustle is. <laughs> it's tiring, bro. Yeah. It's hard being me. You know, you know how hard it is to be me. I know, bro. I gotta I find know. a tea I, time. I, I see you. I see you. you gotta figure things out. I gotta figure out how to get free clothes, how to get yeah. free stuff. Man. Now you got one shirt knocked off the list for a yeah. There you go. I got one Excellent. shirt ready to go. Yeah. I'll be at Sedano's house on Sunday, ready, all smooth. <laughs> right, we're having a party on Sunday at your house, right? Yeah, why not? All right, cool. I'll bring the portals. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I bet though. Excellent work today. Thank you, man. It's always fun. Thanks to the community. You guys are great. Yes, sir. Uh, you got a pick for tonight? Oh yeah. We're going game seven, man. Yeah. I think, that's right. You said that earlier. Going yeah. seven. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. I like going the under. Tonight. Uh, excellent work, Lindsay and Laura. We will talk to you mañana. Tracy McGrady is going to be in studio with us for a little while, telling old stories about battling the Lakers and Kobe and those guys. Tune into that. Game six is next.